0: Okay, so we're super excited. We are back with Shit Gets Real, Season 2, Episode 1. Yes, it's really, Shit Gets Really Real. It's super shitty. (laughs) 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 Okay, so today we are going to talk about inspections.
1: Yes. Why, what are they, are they important, all that fun stuff. Yes, yes. So home inspections um, you'd have when you're purchasing a home, nobody is making you have them. So it's not a lender requirement. The state of Florida doesn't require it. You know, nobody's telling you you have to do this. It is the choice of the buyer. But without professional licensed eyes on that home, you have no idea what you're buying.
0: That's right. So for instance, we're in a market that we're in today in 2021 is seller's market. There's a frenzy and people are waiving their inspection period. I am not a fan of this. No. I think it's it's super, it, it's dumb, for lack of a better word. Um, you could purchase a house that looks great and then close and you could
1: have a $20,000 electrical problem. It's kind of like investing, investing in Bernie Madoff's yeah. funds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so um, why would people, people are waiving them because they feel that that makes their offer more attractive, it, it kind of, you know, makes the seller go oh no inspection period
1: awesome so the inspection period it really depends on what kind of contract you're Mm -hmm. using so i'm going to kind of veer off just a bit because this is really important in the state of florida there are a couple different types of purchase contracts the one that is most commonly used is the as-is purchase contract so within that contract there is a inspection period uh, that could be zero to however many days you want right Typically in our market, when the market wasn't crazy, you know, it was about 10 days. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about that is, is it's not just a period of time that a buyer can cancel because of an inspection. They literally can cancel for any reason. It's their unlimited right to terminate within that set period of time. So we'll circle back to that because I want to talk about... Um, what, you know, things you can do instead of putting zero days in that inspection period yeah. and, you know, giving up an inspection.
0: Right. So there are several different types of inspections. You have your home inspection. You have your termite inspection. And then these next two are mainly for your insurance, for insurance purposes, which is a four-point and a win mitigation. Mm-hmm. So if, I, if you're the listing agent, I'm the buyer agent, and I submit an offer to you with zero days
1: on zero inspection period, what do, you, what do you say back to me? So as far as a listing agent, you know, our job is to represent the seller in their best interest. And whereas the seller might think that's incredibly great that they, the, the buyer's waiving their inspection period, what I fear is that it sets the seller up for liability. And here's why. When a seller sells a home in Florida, unless they're an investor or have never occupied the property, something like a foreclosure bank or something, A seller is obligated to fill out a seller property disclosure. It actually becomes part of a contract addenda. So ultimately the buyer who's purchasing that home is going to have to read that, acknowledge it and sign it, right? So say you're a seller and you filled out the property disclosure honestly, like you are as honest as you could be. You know, a few things you had to mark, you don't know, but you literally filled it out as honest as you could. Your buyer comes along. They waive their inspection period, they buy the house, they close on the home, they move in and find out there's a rat infestation in the attic. Or they find out that there's rotted, you know, roof sheathing mm-hmm. in the attic. Or they find out there's some terrible, you know, plumbing leak out in the mm-hmm. backyard or something. You know, they, they potentially, they could assume that the seller knew that and did not disclose it. Right? And then, you know, they're possibly going to come after the, the seller. So. I, I really think that sellers, um, although they think it's a good idea, are, are actually putting themselves in harm's way by, by doing that. So, alternative would be?
0: You could shorten the inspection period, yeah. right? Do a shorter inspection, inspection period. Give them the option to, you know, like, they, they still need to get a winment, a four-point. I mean, as an agent, that's what I would think. Even if I had a buyer that was so adamant about waving their inspection, those are two inspections, and even a termite. I mean mm-hmm. these are all things I just feel they're so important. So it's kinda of like it's a snowball effect, we well, should do this one. We should do this well now you might as well just do this one. Yeah. But you've already pre negotiated the zero days, you know, you're kind of in a in a situation. But with the insurance ones, the uh, WDO excuse me, the um four point and the windmit
1: I feel like they're going to have to be done anyway. Well, the insurance company could require them, depending on the age of the home. So
0: you might as well at least give yourself three days, just something. And, you
1: know, yeah. So the difference between a four-point inspection and a home inspection, a four-point is not necessarily an inspection. It's where they go in and they're actually just documenting um, these major components of your home, which would be your electrical, plumbing, AC, and roof. Now, they're going to identify things, right? So it won't pass, the house won't pass a four-point inspection if there's an issue with any of those four things. Being as those are the most major components of a home, you may forego a general inspection possibly and just get the four-point inspection. At least then you'd you'd have the ability to identify any issues Mm -hmm. with those four major components. That's a good idea. Now, the alternative I was mentioning earlier in an as-is contract is don't give up your inspection. You can give up your unrestricted right to terminate, okay? So you could you know, have your agent put in the special remarks, paragraph 20 of that contract, you know, that the buyer um, foregoes their unlimited right to terminate but reserves the right to have the home inspected mm-hmm. and make sure that um, they can acquire homeowner's insurance, right? And I think that's a good compromise. Mm-hmm. So at least that way the seller knows that you're not gonna just cancel for any reason, but that you do have the opportunity to have that inspection and you know you do have the opportunity to cancel or negotiate any really important um, condition issues. Okay, so we spoke about
0: what it is, why they're important, Yeah, different types. Let's talk about all the loan types and how, a loan type. <laughs> <laughs> I took. Tr-
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm smart. I know. I promise. Okay. Let me turn turn her yeah. on button. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, why How could a loan type, for example, um, FHA or VA, why would that impact your home? You know, like a home yeah. inspection, like. I'm 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 tr- kind of drawing a blank on how to formulate a sentence right now. I don't know if I'm having a stroke. So you gotta help me out here.
1: <laughs> i really having a- So Selena has given up all sugar and do you see what that does to your brain? That is, whatever you do, yes. you yes. eat sugar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, a VA loan, for example, and that is a loan that mm-hmm. veterans, you know, use they require a termite inspection selena's referred to it as a termite inspection it's also referred to as a wdo which stands for wood destroying organism Mm -hmm. and what that encompasses is any kind of fungus uh, mold type stuff that's growing on wood so it doesn't have to just be bugs yeah that's right and the va you know has a reputation of being a stickler about property condition but they're really not that is one thing though that they require a clean Wdo inspection and there's no way out of it mm-hmm. and they're not going to get the loan if the inspection is um, bad so or has something on it that needs to be remedied mm-hmm. so a veteran would never be able to totally waive that that's right they would they could waive their unrestricted right to terminate but they would have to have the opportunity to get that Wdo inspection um, other items of Condition regarding a home would be identified through an appraisal. In our next episode, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about appraisals, but an appraiser has a list of things he has to look at for each different loan type. So that could create a um, repair requirement in regard to the loan, which it would become something totally separate from the inspection period, mm-hmm. right? That would fall under the loan approval per- period. Um, we'll talk more about that later, but
0: we jumped ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk, do you wanna talk like inspection horror stories? Do you have
1: any? You know, there are some stories I can tell you. Um, one of the things I'd like to address is whether you do or do not hire a third party inspector when you buy new construction. Mm, good. Yeah, so I, my philosophy has changed on this, mm-hmm. okay? So what I would tell my buyer clients before is you know you're under a 12 month almost bumper to bumper warranty. Why don't you wait to get the inspection until month 10 or 11? You've gotten to know the home and so on and so forth, right? Well, I I, I realized that that wasn't the best advice.
0: Yeah, I mean I kind of took that on as well because I'm like it's new, you know. You have that that in your head where you're just thinking, okay, it's new. Every you know it's everything's going to be fine. New electrical, new plumbing. Well. We've both experienced things with new construction that had it had there been a uh, third party inspector there, it would have been caught. Yeah, and and fixed.
1: And you know, so that a new construction home goes through so many you know county inspections. You know they you know for their permit process, right? That's kind of what we were counting on as well. Mm-hmm. But we have um, third party inspectors who have found things like upstairs toilet leaks leaking into the ceiling and moistures everywhere that you couldn't see with the naked eye we've had them didn't you have an ac system that wasn't hooked up at all
0: an ac system that wasn't hooked up there were missing outlets in the master bedroom yeah um a shower drain was not installed in a master shower like how the hell did that happen yeah, yeah. you know and just things those type of
1: Thanks. So, you know, we think now Mm -hmm. that a buyer should consider hiring a third-party inspector. And if you're having a home built and you're starting from the very, very beginning, right, you can hire that inspector at that point, and they will go to each of the stages of the home and inspect it. They'll go there at the foundation uh, point where, you know, they're looking at the plumbing coming through the foundation. Mm -hmm. They'll go at the pre-drywall and check the electrical and everything before the, you know, the wallboard gets Mm -hmm. put up. Um, and then they'll go, you know, during that f- week and a half or so before you close, and they will document your home and things that are wrong. And what I have found is that the construction managers for any of the builders in- around here will take that list without question and fix the stuff that's on Yeah,
0: it. I mean, I've never had them um, dispute any repair requests that I've had yeah. ever with that report. Mm-hmm. It's almost like... If it was just you and I purchasing the home, they'd be like, oh, no, it's fine because of this, but here's a licensed person, and they're yeah. like, all right, yeah, we'll do
1: it. And you can't depend on your agent. Your agents are not home inspectors, okay? I no. mean, we have a good eye for things. We can spot things. We can do different mm-hmm. things, but we are not crawling around in the attic of your home. We're certainly not on the roof. Maybe for and a fee. I'm not pick- I'm putting just my finger in an outlet for nobody. Nobody. You maybe do it for,
0: for a maybe for a price. You <laughs> just kidding? I'm kidding. You, would you do it for money? Crawl in the attic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you there were rats in there? I would be fine. I could um, I could crawl around them. You could crawl around there with our new saber sword. Yes, and just chop their tails off. <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> so getting an inspection, when does that happen? Um, there's some time frames like we spoke about in the contract, you know, um, without getting too deep into contract processes, you would uh, deposit your earnest money and at the same time be scheduling these inspections. Likely you have shortened that time mm-hmm. frame to do so. It may be shortened from what used to be 10 days down to five days or something like that. So we've got to get right on that. Most realtors have a list of preferred inspectors that they have worked with and have a good relationship with, but you literally can hire anyone you want as long as they're licensed in the state of Florida. You can go online and Google, you know, home inspectors look at reviews and, and ratings and things like that. If you're military, a lot of them offer military discounts. Um, all of the inspectors on our list do. do. Mm-hmm. that's one of the criteria to be on our list. Um, so just you know, call around or if you're comfortable with getting a recommendation, you know, we have I think at least four or five, five on our list. I
0: think. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: there's five on there. Okay. And we've used all of
0: them. Mm-hmm. We trust them. They're yeah. the, and key, the key point for me when choosing an inspector um, is communication that they have with the buyer and the agent. So if there's something on the inspection report that we want to question, yeah. that they take the time to communicate and kind of let us know, because I think that, w- that helps the process as well. A lot of times we work with buyers that are out of state. So yeah. it kind of eases you know, or, or if, it, if they don't want to speak to us, at least call the buyer. Yeah. Um, Cause there are sometimes we've come across where they just don't call you back and they don't explain it. And I don't think that that helps. That doesn't Reading help. it makes it scary.
1: Yeah. Hearing it from a licensed inspector. It really does because sometimes better. when they put things on the inspection, it actually sounds really, really mm-hmm. terrible. <clears throat> you know, like the GFCIs don't work. Oh, mm-hmm. what's a GFCI? Oh crap, mm-hmm. we gotta get that done when actually do that's a very minor. And you
0: think it's super expensive. Yeah. It's
1: really not. So, uh, what I do want to say about an inspection is an inspection is only a point in time of that home. That inspector That's could right. leave the house, get in his car and drive away, and something could break. Yep. Right. So they can't, you know, they can't like tell you it's a it's a point in time on an inspection um, for what it's mm-hmm. worth. Yeah. Good
0: point. Okay, well, that concludes our uh, season two, episode one of Inspections. Yes. And we are so happy that you're back. We're happy to be back, and we look forward to another great season. Yes. So,
1: thank we you. We will.
0: See ya. See you. Next Tuesday. <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> See, it's only been a week, and I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Wait, week or two weeks? Don't forget to subscribe. Like. And share. Thank you.